Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and look, it's Nikki Kinzer, ready for a digital episode. Yay! Yay! How are you, I, Nikki Kinzer? I'm good. How are you, Pete? I'm doing very well. Good. What uh, do you got for us today? You good know, stuff? Yeah, you know, we've been talking about focus. We've been talking about, uh, it, you know, uh, focusing on your strengths last week. And I, you know, I've been thinking a lot about focus. And I realized as I was, I was talking to somebody else and, and uh, introduced them to a, a concept on the computer, kind of a visual concept on the computer that they hadn't heard of. And it, it was another one of those things that I feel like I latched onto really quickly, but thought, wow, uh, uh, there may be others who would benefit. So I thought, I'm going to talk about reducing distractions in order to focus on while you're at work on the computer and i have four sort of buckets of tips here before mm. but before we get into that uh you know make sure you head over to take control adhd get to know us a bit better listen to the show right there on the website subscribe to the mailing list right there on the homepage, and uh you know catch up with the latest episode in your inbox each week also please connect with us on twitter and facebook at take control adhd and uh, this is the, is it the last week people can register for coaching? It is. If you're listening to this episode on time, you know, <laughs> <laughs> now if you're listening to this episode, like, you know, June 15th, then it's, it's probably already passed. Yeah. Um, however, um, even if you are listening to it uh, late, you can still register for the next group um, openings, which will be probably in the fall, early fall. Okay. So, so the, um, the, the email or the, uh, not email, the form up on the website to register, to submit your name that says, Hey, yes. I want to, you can still do that. Uh, but if you want to get in for the groups starting in, uh, June, June, do it now, do it right now. Yes. Do it right yes. now. As okay. soon as you get done listening to this podcast, go do it at take control. <laughs> okay. That's right. That's right. right. Excellent. Okay. Uh, any other old business? No, I think that's it. All right, so let's talk. I about want to hear what you got. Yeah. Well, the first one is is super easy because most of the distractions that we deal with in our uh, you know in our computing lives uh, deal with the distractions that come into us from uh, the outside world. And so the first one, which I feel like is a little bit low hanging fruit, so I'm I'm, I'm going to just say it and get it out of the way. Turn off your Wi Fi. But you know what's funny is that I've never really actually thought of that. Like I thought you were going to say turn off your email notification. Yeah, well, you I'm going to get to that. 
I want to get to that. But but this is the nuclear option, right? I mean, this will shut down everything coming in from the outside world, and it really makes a world of difference. When I'm uh, working on any sort of a a big sort of editing and production project, I'm in Final Cut, and I'm, you know, really head down, those little notification things that come up in the top corner are incredibly distracting. And as soon as I shut off Wi-Fi, they go away. They miraculously disappear. So that's that's an easy one, uh, you know. On uh, your generally your Wi-Fi um, little Wi-Fi icon is going to be either on a Mac. It's going to be in the top right uh, of your menu bar on the top of your screen. You can just right click on it or or two finger tap if you have it set up that way, and uh, and click turn off Wi-Fi on Windows. The Wi-Fi adapter is usually in your in your system tray down to the lower right. And again, you can just right click on that and go into configure it to turn it off. Just turn it off. So Great idea. No more Wi-Fi. If you don't have Wi-Fi, just unplug the Ethernet from your computer. You will be disconnected from the outside world and thereby disengaged from those potential distractions. So that's nuclear. Uh, but what if you do need to have Internet access, right? You need to have Internet because you're working on a project that, that involves being online. So mm-hmm. I, and particularly email. Email is, is troublesome because generally, and, and this is one of the things I hate about email, right, is that uh, in, in order to be online and have and be able to or in order to be in email and write email, you have to be online uh, to do it. So so, you know, here you are writing a message and more email keeps coming in. Uh, so I have three things to talk about. First of all, turn off your email. Uh, it, it take your email inboxes offline. Right. So on on Windows, for example, you can go into preferences and in the send receive uh, area of preferences and just select work offline. Now, that means your you know Outlook is not going to be checking your email for you, but you can still send you can still write email and respond to email and it will just end up in your outbox. Uh, I haven't used Outlook in a long time. And so that's that's my uh, my memory of it and reading the help documents this morning. So if I'm if I'm wrong on anything there, please, uh, somebody let me know. Send us a tweet at Pete Wright and I will correct that um, in the show notes. But uh, if you are on a Mac uh, in say so you're using the mail application, you can do the same thing. Just send just click on uh, mailboxes, take all accounts offline and um, and and then you won't get email, but you can still kind of process your inbox um, and it will catch up when you take everything online. There is a third. Oh, go ahead. Oh, OK. So I just want to make sure. So you go to mail and then you go to accounts. Yeah, you go up to uh, is it mailboxes up at the top right uh, in the in the menu up at the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Click on mailboxes and then it should say take all accounts offline. Interesting. Wow. Okay. Okay. Good. So I like it. Yeah. So now you can sort of process without the the kind of miserable failure feeling that you're never quite caught up, right? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. don't worry. That feeling will come back as soon as you take the accounts back online, uh, and you get all the email that was stacking up, uh, you know, around you. But at least you'll feel like you've caught up for, for just a little bit. Well, and it's not distracting you. I mean, right. I think that that's the biggest thing yeah. is when you see a new one coming in, it's so hard to not go there and, and check in to see who it is and what it is. And exactly. so that just eliminates that um, temptation. Now, I know a lot of people don't use uh, desktop clients anymore for their mail, particularly, say, Gmail users. I have a tip for Gmail users who work in Chrome, in the Chrome web browser. There's a Chrome extension that I really like uh, that is super, super simple. It's called Inbox Pause at inboxpause.com. So if you're used to working on the web using the Chrome browser, you you download the extension Inbox Pause, and it adds a pause button 
to your inbox in the web. So you go to gmail.com and you're looking at your email account and over on the on the left, right above the compose button is a pause button. Now, when you press it, it gives you three options. One is it, it allows you to turn on the autoresponder for your account. So, you know, you can put a subject line and a, uh, and, a, and a message so that anybody who emails you will get this automatic reply that says, hey, my inbox is paused. Thanks for emailing. Uh, I paused your email so I won't see it for a while. If this is urgent, please, you know, call me or something. Um, so that's the first option. The second option is uh, hide label while paused. And um, so I just leave that unchecked. I don't you know, it hides the notification kind of uh, label in the inbox. Uh, but the third one is that the third option is the one that that you really use this for, which is move messages to inbox on a schedule. So if oh, you turn, smart. yeah, right. If you turn off the the top two, turn on autoresponder and hide label while pause. So those options you just leave blank. But turn on move messages on a schedule. You can say, hey, I want new email only to be delivered to me. At 8.30 a.m., at 1 p.m., yeah. and at 5 p.m. So you wow. won't get any email between those those uh, hours. But when those hours hit, you're going to get all the email that is stacked up between them. So you know you will not be interrupted uh, you know, and where any do you other get time. That? How do you get to In, that? Inboxpause.com. Inbox so you visit inboxpause.com, and there's a download inbox pause button there and once you do that if you're using the latest version of chrome it just drops down a little menu that says do you want to install uh inbox pause this extension from this developer you say yes and there you go then all you need to do is visit uh visit gmail log in with your account you'll see the pause button the first time you press the pause button it'll ask you to go through the um you know the standard kind of um uh security stuff you know inbox pause would like to access your account and mm -hmm. so generally if you're used to working in extensions you, you'll likely be comfortable with that but i really really like inbox pause and i think it it works uh, it does what it needs to do there are a lot of other email clients uh, i absolutely i recognize there are a ton of email clients that handle um you know in you know dealing with scheduling email in different ways and so um you know your mileage may vary with this one but it is in terms of simplicity this is a, a really easy one to get going without having to use an entirely new email client yeah so, great yeah uh you know the the third one and it, you know and i'll say this is actually my tip two and a half which is again back to notifications is to do what you can to reduce real-time notifications email is just one but there's also twitter and facebook and linkedin and all these things if you've configured your accounts inside of windows and and uh, the mac they're, they're going to be constantly nagging you whenever new things come up and i i just can't stress enough how valuable it is to turn off all of those notifications don't let notifications control you you need to control the notifications unless it is critically important i turn those things off you you really don't need to be notified every time somebody likes a photo in which you are tagged right you really right don't, totally you, yeah. you don't need to be notified the second every at mention comes up on twitter you just don't need that in your life and it, it adds noise to an otherwise uh signal filled day so mm -hmm. so let go of that stuff that's two and a half number three awesome and this is a philosophical one. Oh, use the simplest app for the task. What, what, how does that hit you? Just your gut reaction. Use the simplest app for the task. The first thing that comes to mind is a question mark. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, what? 
<laughs> I this this I started doing this a uh, a couple of uh, I don't know four or five years ago. Uh, I, I became overwhelmed with Microsoft Word. Right, I was just mm-hmm. overwhelmed every time I sat down to write something. That was probably more than five years ago, actually. Uh, every time I sat down to write something, I became overwhelmed with all of the options that are available in Word yeah. to format yeah. my text. And ultimately, when I'm in Word, it's because I'm writing text, just text, right? I don't need all of the buttons and gizmos and gadgets. I just need to get my text down out of my head. And uh, I found that when I switched to a single purpose app, an app that wasn't that didn't jam uh, all of these layout and uh, features into ultimately what I was using for text like Word, as soon as I switched to a text editor, something that allowed me to just write and didn't even have the option to format, I became much faster at writing, right? So that's what I mean by use the simplest app for the task. If you have a writing task, pick an app that allows you to write, right? I use, uh, for example, an app called Ulysses uh, for the Mac and the iPad, which is just a, a text you know, creation tool. It allows you to simply write text. If it's a document, if I'm creating a document that I then need to format, I will move that text into Word and format it, but I've separated those functions, right? Uh, now, less distractions. It, I have less distraction. Now, what I love about these apps is, is um, well, so simplifying your app choices, you know, you can go even further than that. If you do any sort of design, uh, you know, why not choose an app that allows you to do the simplest function that you need to do? Say you need to crop a photo. Uh, you know, you can crop a photo using the built-in preview app on the Mac and, and uh, you know, I, uh, the, the built-in app on, on Windows, too. You can crop a photo using that. Why do you need to open Photoshop, uh, you know, this giant 1,100-pound gorilla of design in order to crop a photo? You right. can do it much more quickly using the simpler tool. And so I think, um, you know, moving toward this habit of using the simplest tool for the task is a really good thing. Uh, and, and again, can reduce distraction. You don't get distracted by the bells and whistles. Now, on that front, uh, I, I really this is the this is actually the trick that I showed to my colleague who was really blown away, which is working in full screen. Do you ever work in full screen? You know, it's interesting because I'm going to probably not be the right person to ask because I don't like working in full screen because sometimes when I hit, and I I guess it's probably because of my new computer, but I'll get on, um, what is it? Google Chrome Mm -hmm. to, to Google something and it, and it pops up full screen and I almost always like decrease it a little bit. Well, and and this is um, this is actually a, a slightly different thing on the Mac is when when it because this is you can't just decrease it a little bit if you're in truly native full screen, which is when you click oh, right. click the okay. little green uh, the little green button on the on the Mac. You have the red, yellow, and buttons on all the all the application windows, and the green one now. If you're using Yosemite, the latest version of of uh, Mac OS, if you click the green one, it takes your app into full screen and it removes all of what we call the window Chrome, right? The the it removes the menu bar. It removes yeah. everything. It just I just it, did it right. Yep. Uh huh. And then uh, you know there, 
what you do is you you now have eliminated all of the surrounding distraction of other apps that you may also have running. Yeah, that's a great idea, actually, now that you say that, because I'm thinking, because it does, it takes away the menu bar. So you, again, don't see the email popping up. And then on your keyboard for you, because I know you're you're still using a mouse uh, and not the trackpad. And, and right. frankly, many of Yosemite's core functions are built into gestures, you know, using four fingers on a trackpad to swipe back and forth between these windows. But for you, holding down the control key and using the right or left arrow will allow you to see all of the uh, all of the apps that you and, and kind of scroll sideways through the full screen apps that you have open. Interesting. Right. Now, mm-hmm. I use these particularly in, like I said, when I'm editing a, a video project or a, a film project, I will work in full screen. Uh, it's it's a pretty logical use. I also do it whenever I'm writing anything. In Ulysses, there's a great full screen mode. Um, you know, Microsoft has been a little bit lagging to, to implement true full screen, and so Word doesn't really do it very well. Uh, and uh, the Adobe apps don't do it because they have an, uh, a custom interface uh, that they've used and that's very frustrating it doesn't comply with you know yosemite's user interface windows 8.1 does and if you look at the the windows uh, 8.1 app store you cycle through all the apps from twitter to netflix to you know all of the the top apps you know the user interface really takes from again what was i think pioneered by the ipad these single function full screen apps i don't like it all the time uh, but I do like it when I really, really need to get something done. I need to not see anything else that could possibly mm-hmm. distract me. And that is a, a that is something that's uh, become really important in terms of my workflow. Absolutely. I love that. And there's simple ideas. I mean, that's the thing, too, that I think is great about your list is that it's simple. It's easy. People can do it right away. And it does it does exactly what you just said. It eliminates the distractions, which is what we want to do. Um it, it, you know, prior to working on the project, because right. in that way you can just focus focus on it. So, yeah, I like it. That's Pete, right. right. And I think this is the first time in a long time that I have have done a recommendation that you don't have to buy or subscribe to anything to make this right. Work, right? You can easy. you really can yeah you can explore uh, these options on the machine that you are using right now. How can I turn off Wi-Fi? Turn off notifications. Deal with those real time distractions. Uh, work in full screen and use the simplest app for the task. Mm-hmm. That's it. I like it. Happy day. Good stuff. Excellent. Good stuff. That's it. I think uh, that's all we've got. So go head over to sign up for uh, coaching if you uh, group coaching if you'd like to join a group. It is uh, it's an incredible experience. We're hearing great things from folks, and and thank you all for for downloading and listening. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll catch you next week on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. Mm-hmm.